Hello, and welcome to the Constructor Cast, your AGC place for all the news, views, and interviews relevant to your construction business. I'm your host, Leah Poconis. Today, we are going to continue our conversation on how advances in artificial intelligence are benefiting construction. We all know that construction generates a lot of paperwork and piles of data sets. AI and machine learning are capable of processing and analyzing large amounts of information, and many are making the case that the technology is well-suited for automating and improving certain construction processes, like reviewing documents. In part one of this series, we looked at how in-house construction teams are using AI tools to review lengthy and complex construction contracts and insurance policies to identify and explain critical issues and help inform approaches to risk management. In today's episode, which is part two of this series, we are going to explore if and how AI tools can improve critical project workflows by automating time-consuming management tasks like managing the submittal process, which of course requires a review of the project plans and specifications. With us today is Brian Rumpel, Lead Project Management Controls Engineer at Mortensen, and Samir Merchant, VP of Product Development at Autodesk Construction Solutions. Brian and Samir, welcome to the show and thanks so much for being with us. I'd like to start off by inviting each of you to just say a quick hello and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So Brian, let's start with you. Thanks, Leah. Glad to be here. Uh, name's Brian Rumpel. I, as Leah said, project management controls engineer at Mortensen. Um, we're primarily my group and what I do at Mortensen is in charge of all of our project management tools and administering them, training them, supporting them, and finding new ways for our project teams to leverage uh, functionality and software to better perform their jobs. Okay, great. Thanks for being with us, Brian. Samir? Hi, everybody. Uh, Leah, thanks for uh, having me here. It's my, my pleasure. Uh, my name is Samir Merchant, and uh, I'm, I oversee product development for Autodesk Construction Solution, which means that you know I have the pleasure of thinking about the construction platform that that will benefit our construction industry and uh, you know what that platform should contain and you know the capabilities it should have and how it should service uh, the construction industry and then I have a fantastic team that takes some of those those thoughts and ideas and puts them into practice and makes that magic happen and delivers those products. Thanks Samir looking forward to the conversation with you guys. Brian let's start with you. First, just kind of down to some basics. What are construction submittals and what is the point of doing them? Thanks, Leah. Uh, yeah, construction submittals, that's, that's, that's a mouthful when it comes to projects of all sorts of different sizes. Um, we start our submittals, um, actually they all start from our construction specifications that are given to us from our design teams. And what these are, are all the materials and sample data and all the other information that we need from the designer to construct our projects so we have the drawing sets that have the you know all that information in it but then we have all of the submittal data which again is shop drawings product data attic stock warranty information tests and inspections uh close out type things that you know everything that we need to supply to the owner and the architect to review and approve uh, before we're building and putting all that stuff in place on a project okay and usually um 
you are talking about um, quite a bit of information. We are, yeah. I'm, I mean, from every type of job that's out there, we vary between you know a few hundred submittals on some really small projects to 10,000 submittals on some pretty large projects, um, contract documents and spec books being over 10,000 pages long, and the arduous task of reviewing those things um, is what's time consuming for our jobs. So yeah, it's picking out all of that information and then developing what we call our submittal register and putting that all into our project management tool so that we can collaborate with our trade partners, our design team, and or the owner, depending on who it is and what project it is, um, to get all that information out there and reviewed before we're putting it in place. So sort of going again back to baseline and even just talking before you were using technology, can you share what did you find challenging uh, in determining what submittals needed to be done and managing just the whole process and ensuring submittal quality and compliance? Just things that were maybe particularly difficult just in um, the old school way of doing things. Yeah, old school. The old uh, the old Excel spreadsheet and uh, sitting there hand reviewing either uh, you know with the word processing docs or PDF viewers um, reviewing these arduous long documents and multiple versions of them uh, depending on the phase of construction or the pre-construction phase that we're in to pick out all of this information um, takes you know weeks for larger projects um, you know hours and hours and hours of our engineers um, out in the out in their field offices picking apart these documents, trying to figure out all of the different types of submittals, all the different product data sheets and materials and or substitutions that we need to find and then submit to our design teams. We would build these massive spreadsheets of schedules and other information based on need and demand um, full of, you know, ten, like I said, ten, tens of thousands of rows of data. Um, especially for our larger projects. But I'd say on average, we probably, you know, between three and 5,000 submittals on most of our projects um, that we're doing on, of any of any size out there. It just, again, the, it's a very time consuming process to get accurate information, pull that out, you know, fill in, um, again, our spreadsheets, whether we were putting that into a different project management tool or just using Excel to track all this information. Um, and building out that whole process of when do we need these materials uh, based on our construction schedules and you know what trade partners are going to be involved in all of those. In your experience then, do you believe that using technology, like a technology like artificial intelligence, can that reduce this tedious manual entry process and I imagine perhaps even potential for human error? Uh, very much so. Um, we have found whether it's a just a basic PDF processing tool, we even designed our own um, in-house that would just look for keywords in a PDF. But but actually leveraging newer tools and, and software out there that can help our project engineers take the load of that arduous task of completely reading through those documents and filling in these large uh, spreadsheets, whether we're, again, importing them into our project management tool or just trying to figure out all of the submittals and then get, turning that over to our, des our designers for them to just quickly review and say, yep, yep, we're good with all of that stuff. Um, you know, taking weeks upon weeks uh, at times and, you know, depending on the size of the project, again, hours 
um, 40, 50 hours for a project engineer to review these documents, taking that and putting it into a tool that can do this in much faster time gave us more opportunity to actually spend that thorough time reviewing those submittals versus just trying to find them in the spec books. Um, it's a lot faster, it's a lot easier, it's it's a lot more accurate um, so that we're not you know, questioning what we're finding and or leaving it up to our trade partners even to interpret what's in the what's in the specs from our design team. Walk me through kind of like we're doing a little a little case study here. How does it work then? You're actually uploading um, a PDF document. So what we get is um, most of our designers on our on our standard projects will issue a spec book. Um, depending on the phase of construction, we could get some early on 30% sets, a 60% set, a 90% set, and issued for construction set, and then we get subsequent revisions after that. But yeah, we take that PDF or PDFs, depending on the size of the project. Sometimes the 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 files get so large we have to get them in multiple volumes, and we upload them to um, this tool, and the tool has the fun and I love the algorithm or whatever you want to call it um, that goes through it and spits out these large lists of all the different types of submittals that we should be doing on our project or what it believes that we should be doing and then we're actually able to spend the time to review that information and look for more accurate things um, versus us just sitting there filling all that in I mean it's it's taking a ton of time out of the process and actually allowing our teams to to do a better review and better quality control of our submittal process. Just to put a finer point on some of the, and you hinted at a few, some of the key risks mitigated by doing it this way. And you talked about um, just very briefly making sure um, that you didn't miss any of the project requirements. Can you speak to that a little bit more, just how this has helped you with maybe reworks or cost overruns or even schedule delays? Yeah, I mean, it actually, I mean, mitigates all, a lot of those different things. Obviously, this more thorough review, we can we can, we can can see when the submittals need to be, be submitted and we can build out that the submittal process with our trade partners. You know, they're able to supply us the lead times and we can build all that stuff into our schedules so that we know exactly when this material is supposed to be on-site, installed, delivered, you know, quality checked, and then, you know, you know, finally signed off on and then turned over for warranty. So it's, it's giving us more accurate information, um, more accurate schedule information. It's cutting down costs because now we have exact items of what we're supposed to be doing. We're able to send those to the design team again for if it's a substitution you know they call for a certain type of material but our trade partner does a different type of material they're able to sign off on that stuff and, and approve those very quickly um, and so it just again brings down that that collaboration I mean it allows for more collaboration actually and more communication with all of our partners versus just you know again filling in spreadsheets and trying to get this and and get that out there what we actually find is that you know the tool that we're using um, with pipe auto specs or the autodesk auto specs now um, gives us more accurate information it actually finds more submittals than what we ever did in the past through manual review um, with its tool so it's really helping us become again more accurate with that process and allowing us to spend that more time with actually figuring out how all of these are going to fit into the construction schedule and how to reduce you know the time that it takes to get all of them out the door into the design team 
Samir, I want to pull your expertise into this conversation and pick your brain a little bit about the role AI plays in this technology that we've been talking about. So Brian explained how the software scans the spec book and pulls information into categories and creates what you need to share with stakeholders. But how does it do that? Because I, I've heard this term natural language processing, I think is the term, and I even myself threw out the term machine learning. But can you, can you just explain to, this, uh, to us what, what these things mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you were to uh, put an expert in a room with, with these documents, you know, and you gave them, uh, you know, five different flavors or 10 different flavors or 50 different flavors of these documents, as long as it was in the same domain, they'd be able to pick out the nuances between these different flavors and then focus your attention to the things that, that matter. You know, a, a, a slight change in the vocabulary would not throw the expert off, right? A, a slight change in the way this information is formatted or organized would not throw the expert off. You know, they would still be able to hone in on what are the most important things that we need to focus on. And that's what, you know, uh, technology like AI really helps you do is that, uh, you know, if, if this was a single, uh, uh, if you had just single vocabulary and a single way of formatting this information, you could, you know, as, as Brian mentioned, you could use a simple PDF processing system to extract out information from these very large PDFs. But the minute you have variations in there, the minute you have hundreds of different ways in which uh, that same language can be can can be expressed, or th that same concept can be expressed in in different in different terms, different term uh, vocabulary, uh, different ways of organizing. That simple sort of software that just is trained to to process information one single way, uh, it, it has its limitations. It it can't do that. This is where uh, a mo uh, technology like AI comes in because with AI, once you start training the AI system, it starts to learn all these different nuances and then apply that learning to a new set of documents that comes comes its way. And so it's really over time you're building this, this system that becomes an expert at reading these documents and, and helping you focus your energy on what matters the most. And that, that's really the power of technologies like AI uh, and, and its ability to learn this, uh, this domain uh, once, you, once you've trained it on the right data set. Samir, in your work in this field, how have you been getting construction companies comfortable with this concept of using AI as a technology to solve some of these um, construction workflow issues and explaining that the tool has been trained properly? So that's a very, very good uh, question. And it's, it's something that um, initially, you know, uh, it takes a little bit of, of understanding and, and uh, you know, experimentation for people to see the power of the, the technology and also not to be, you know, not feel threatened by that technology. Sometimes, you know, the concerns we hear is that, well, this technology is here to kind of replace what, what we do. And that's really not the case. You know, this technology is there to, to make life easier uh, uh, for, uh, for uh, the folks that have been doing this. As Brian mentioned, there's so much of manual effort and that really, the, there is no value added by that manual effort. Uh, there is value added by the expert review, right? So let let the tools do the manual effort so that you can spend your time doing that that expert review. That's where you're going to add value. And so when we explain this uh, this idea uh, to our partners, our our customers, that's when sort of the aha moment happens. That this is you know a better tool. And and you know the construction industry is renowned for 
always looking for that better tool to get the uh, job done you know faster more accurately more precisely you know it's like when you were laying out roads all manually and using you know picks and, and, and shovels to to you know break ground and, and lay out the road versus today you have excavators and you know think of you know th these AI tools as your excavator to excavate the data that's sitting in these very large documents you know you could of course do that manually or you could use a powerful tool like AI. So when you explain sort of, you know, this is not a tool to replace what you're doing, but to help you do it faster and better, that's when, you know, you, you the industry uh, starts to embrace it. Uh, and then the other part of it is, you know, does it actually do, you know, is it an excavator that's, you know, uh, precise enough, that that's, you know, accurate enough? Uh, and that's where we, you know, as Brian said, you know, we, we do sort of an apples to apples where we let the AI system run through a previous sort of spec sheet that may have been processed manually. And we show you know, all the information that the AI system is picking up that they, our customers may have missed in the past when they did things manually. And it's when you do those side-by-side -side comparisons, that's when you, know, you, get, you, you, you start to increase the confidence that this is indeed an excavator that is doing its job well. Okay, that's interesting. Brian, did you go through that before and after comparison? How did you get comfortable? And I'm also wondering, you know, it's probably a very difficult job of the construction risk manager or the construction technology expert to get the field um, and the people out, kind of the operations team to actually adopt the technology that the office has acquired. Can you speak to those things? It is. It, it definitely is. And yes, we did do some of those comparisons. Um, we took you know, previously completed projects um, or projects that were already in place. And we started comparing the the specifications and the submittal logs that we've already had put into our, our project management system. And then we started to upload those specs into the AutoSpecs tool and actually, you know, try to do a side-by-side -side comparison as how accurate were our project engineers and field engineers getting to reviewing those documents and through all the other revisions too. I think I didn't mention earlier is, you know, the mass quantity of revisions that we can get in these documents and the changes that come in play throughout the course of a project. Um, it's, it's all too important to not just look at the, the final issued for construction set, but you have to keep looking at all the subsequent revisions that the design team's issuing um, and, and putting those changes into your schedule as well. Um, and we did find that by by far between the, the time savings and it gave us that more accurate information and, and gave our engineers more time to actually review the documents and review the outputs of what they were supposed to be doing um, and seeing that, you know, I would say we probably saw 30% more in more submittals, I would say, in just that review process of what AutoSpecs was was putting out versus what we were manually getting. Now, it doesn't say that we're actually doing 30% more of submittals. We do a lot of grouping of submittals and we, we kind of package things together, but it, it showed us how more accurate that tool was going to be and, and that time savings. And it really wasn't about replacing, you know, a team member or something to say, oh, we don't need that engineer on the job. No, it was about replacing the time it took for them to do that review, let the AI and the tool do it, and then spend your time focusing on the output and what we need to do and get all of our trade partners on board and, and get that sign off with the design team so that they can actually get to construction. Brian, have you at Mortensen actually put a dollar value on that? Have you calculated a return on investment? We've we've done a little bit of it. I haven't fully tried to look at all the ROI. I I look at it in the, in time savings. I think for every job, you know, we're looking at you know, forty to fifty hours of 
multiple people, depending on the size of the job, obviously. I think our larger, very large construction projects, we're seeing um, a ton more savings in just the amount of engineering time that it takes. Obviously, every project's a little bit different, but I would definitely say for, for the for the cost of the tool to what we're saving and spending in time, it's, it's definitely a return um, in just that time savings alone um, out there. Samir, do you need to understand artificial intelligence? Do you need to be kind of someone who is pretty proficient with uh, tech solutions to be able to use a tool like this? No, this, the, the tool is meant for anyone to pick up and start using. You have to, you have to know the construction industry. You have to know what is a submittal, and how does it work and how does that workflow uh, happen. Uh, but you don't need to understand the nitty gritty details of how the technology is built and, and how those you know, AI algorithms actually run. You know, that's uh, sort of the expertise we bring to the table. We don't expect our users to understand all of those, those details. Uh, we, we expect them to take those tools and, and apply those tools, uh, you know, however they wish to optimize their process. They are experts at that, uh, but they don't need to understand the, you know, what's happening under the hood in, in terms of how the technology works uh, and, and how it evolves. When you're talking with potential customers, clients, do you talk about this as being a solution for all different types of projects of all different sizes? Absolutely, uh, you know, the, the our projects, you know, the the uh, uh, submittal tool that we have and, and the uh, auto specs tool that we have is processing projects that uh, are, you know, in terms of project value, uh, sub million dollar projects all the way up to, you know, uh, you know, multiple hundred million dollar projects, right? So it's a very wide range, and it's the same tool, it's the same intuitive experience that 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 you use irrespective of whether you're processing a spec sheet that has you know a hundred pages or a spec sheet that has you know ten thousand pages um, so yeah we, we see you know a full spectrum of the size of projects samir let's talk a little bit about just how in your view your expert view how ai technology is both currently changing the landscape uh, of construction business and um, how it may evolve in the future. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. For sure, you know, we, we see two very specific areas where we think AI uh, is making a lot of impact today and will continue to make impact going forward. The first is process automation. So everything that we talked about today is a great example of what process automation is. And so AI can be, can be used to take existing uh, processes, existing workflows, uh, figure out the uh, manual steps that happen that don't add much value uh, in that process in that process and, and apply AI to automate as much of that manual process as possible. So that's one area that we continue to see evolution in. And, and today we talked about submittals. There's a similar problem when it comes to processing contracts. There's a similar problem when it comes to taking, you know, there's a lot of photos that get generated on a job site and those photos have to be analyzed and categorized for future consumption. And it's a very, very manual process. So automating those kind of manual processes um, that don't add much value is one area that we uh, are seeing a lot of evolution uh, and will continue to see evolution. And then the other area is what we put in sort of the risk mitigation bucket. This is where you can look at the existing data signals that come out as a project is getting executed. And we can see when we've seen these kind of data signals in the past, 
it's resulted in downstream risk. You know, an issue got created on the job site and was, you know, a, a water-based issue. We know that that requires downstream, you know, rework. And, and that's something that we can highlight earlier in the cycle so you can put mitigation plans in place before it is too late, before you, you know, have to encounter a lot of rework and additional costs uh, downstream the project. Similarly, when you're designing something, we can look at those design patterns and see, you know, are these design patterns suitable for construction and for constructability downstream? And we can help you address those, uh, those design patterns that are not suitable for downstream construction earlier in the cycle so that you don't land up in the construction phase just to then say, hey, this is not constructible, let's go back and revamp the design. And so looking at those risk areas and helping you mitigate the risk, think of it as, you know, AI helping you look a little bit around the corner, look, you know, three steps ahead. Uh, that's another area where we see AI evolving uh, 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 over time and, and really benefiting the construction industry. Where do you think the industry is at this point just in its readiness for adoption? I think it's still early days. I think on the process automation side, we've definitely, you know, sort of gone past the uh, the in initial incubation phase on the you know risk mitigation side we're still in sort of that incubation phase uh, but these are this the landscape is shifting very very quickly you know it took us maybe four or five years to come up to to this point uh, but you know every year that goes by we're going to see double the, the acceptance and you know it's going to follow sort of that that hockey stick, uh, hockey stick curve of uh, adopting these technologies so the landscape is moving really fast but i would still say it's it's early days Brian, what, what are your thoughts on the future? I'm just interested in your perspective just on behalf of the work that you do for Morton's and where do you where do you think things are headed? Yeah, I mean, like Samir said, I think it is it is early on. We're starting to see more tools and we're starting to see the more more adoption of these types of tools. I mean, that risk management process, whether it's you know, our submittals and the schedule and trying to identify those longer lead times and things that can affect your construction schedule. Uh, we talk about photos. I mean, Samir wasn't wasn't kidding. I mean, I've got projects that have 2 million photos on them um, and it's identifying those photos and, and looking at, you know, we even start looking at photos as like, where's the safety issue? You know, are those photos just going to start identifying themselves just with the inherent of, of taking of progress photos over the course of a project? I think we're going to see more and more tools helping in that in that automation and reviewing of that documentation, whether it's again, the specs or the contract documents or it's our contract language, um, drawings even uh, with just everything that's out there. Um, we're seeing more and more with, you know, modeling and finding out all that information as we as we put all that information in there. Um, and I just, I look forward to seeing where we can go and how much faster we can do things, um, you know, because that's, that's the goal, right? Build faster build cheaper and still keep the same quality out there. Exciting stuff. I think it sounds like we've got some consensus here today that there are opportunities out there right now uh, for the construction industry to build better due to technology advancements and data analytics and streamlined workflows. So I want to thank you guys, Brian and Samir, for being on the show today. It was a pleasure speaking to you and learning from you. If folks want to uh, connect with you or find out more, uh, Samir, how can they do that? They can feel free to send me an email, uh, samir.merchantautodesk.com or you know, contact any one of our customer facing teams within Autodesk uh, through our helpline. Uh, either, way, either way it works. 
Okay, we'll put your uh, your link in the show notes. And uh, Brian, how about you? Yeah, kind of the same thing. I mean, feel free to reach out. That's Brian Brian.rumpel at Mortensen.com. Um, be glad to talk about the tool, you know, the the pipe tool or any of the other types of tools that our, our project teams are utilizing and, and how we're doing things here at Mortensen. Great. Thank you both. And to everyone out there, we appreciate you listening. This has been the AGC Constructor Cast. Please subscribe to the Constructor Cast from your podcast app or stream all available episodes right from your computer at www.agc.com.